Ahoy there! Welcome back to the Bible Pirate Advent Calendar. My name is Matt Valor. This is day 19. David first fled west to Gath, the city of the Philistines. But the king of Gath was told that this was the great warrior David. So David had to pretend to be insane in order to escape. Then David hid in the cave at Adullam. News that he was on the run from Saul had begun to spread, and a small army of supporters began to join him there. But the prophet Gad tipped him off that the cave was no longer safe, so he led his men south into the forest of Hereth. Saul pursued David to Nob near Jerusalem. Yes, there is a place in this story called Nob where a group of priests had fed him and his men. David had left by the time Saul arrived, but Saul questioned the priests. We had no idea you were so displeased with David, said the chief of the priests. He is the most faithful servant to you, our king. We thought we were honouring you by providing for him. But Saul commanded his soldiers cut down all of the priests, but they refused. So Doeg, the Edomite, the chief of Saul's servants, killed them all, even while they were wearing their sacred clothing. Saul finally caught up with David in the desert of En Gedi, though he didn't realise. Having pursued him all across the region, he arrived at the rocks of the wild goats and went inside a large cave to have a poo. What he didn't realise is that David and all his men were hiding out in the back of the cave. David crept up behind Saul and could have killed him there and then. But instead he cut off a corner of Saul's robe and snuck back into the cave. When Saul had finished and emerged from the cave... David waited until he had climbed further down the rocky hill before coming out of the cave himself and calling down to Saul. Why do you believe those who tell you I mean you harm, O king? David called down to Saul. Look, here is a piece of your robe. I could have killed you just now. In fact, some of my men were trying to get me to do it. But how could I harm the one that Yahweh has set apart to be king? Is that really you, David, my son? called out Saul. You are a better man than I am. You have shown me kindness, whereas I have only shown you evil. Now I know for sure that some day you will be king over all Israel. For who else is able to treat their enemy with such compassion? Swear to me then that you will not try to destroy my family or erase my memory. David swore this to Saul. But Saul could not bear to live while David lived and kept trying to find him to capture and kill him. A second time David spared Saul's life. Having discovered that David was hiding in the wilderness of Ziph, Saul took a large army to the hill at Hachilah. But David sent spies to discover their camp and during the night they found Saul and his commanders asleep. 
Once again, his men urged David to kill Saul. But instead, he simply stole his spear and they escaped to the hillside on the opposite side of the valley. Then David called out to Saul, Look, here is your spear, my king. Why do you keep pursuing me? Saul realised that David had been in his camp and was overcome with remorse and left David alone, but not for long. Eventually, David realised he would have to escape further, so he went back to the land of the Philistines. And in order to survive, he had to fight as a soldier with the Philistine army. After some time, King Achish of Gath went to war against Israel, and David had no choice but to pledge himself to the Philistine ruler, who made him his personal bodyguard. Samuel was now dead, and Saul was terrified of the battle to come. Yahweh would not speak to him, nor answer his questions by any other means. So Saul decided to consult with Medium, an old woman who could speak with the dead. Why have you disturbed me? said Samuel, as the Medium brought him up out of the ground. Help me, cried Saul. The gods have turned away from me. Tell me what I should do. Why do you ask me, said Samuel, if Yahweh has become your enemy? He has done exactly what he said he would do and torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to David. You did not share Yahweh's burning anger against Amalek, so he has abandoned you. Tomorrow both you and your sons will join me in the land of the dead, as Israel falls to the Philistines. Saul collapsed as fear overpowered him. The next morning, as the armies gathered for the battle, Leaders among the Philistines protested that David was within their ranks. This is the man of whom the Israelites sing. Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his tens of thousands. He has been totally loyal to me, replied King Achish. But the other Philistines could not accept it. So King Achish sent David and his men back to the Philistines' land to wait while the battle was waged. But when they arrived at Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had attacked and carried off the Philistine women and children who were left behind, as well as David's wives and children. So David set off to attack the Amalekites and rescue the women, children and all the possessions that the Amalekites had taken. He pursued them and eventually found them deep in the desert, eating and drinking feasting with the spoils of their raid. David's men charged the camp, killed many of the Amalekites, and the rest fled, and they returned to the land of the Philistines, with their wives and children and all the plunder. Meanwhile, the Philistines attacked the Israelites on Mount Gilboa. The fighting was fierce, 
and the Philistine army closed around Saul and his sons. One by one, his sons, including Jonathan, were cut down. Saul and his armour-bearer were left together as the fighting pressed even closer. Take my sword and thrust it into my chest, yelled Saul. Do not let it be said in Israel that I was killed by a Philistine. But his armour-bearer refused. He was terrified at what the gods would do if he killed the king. So as the fighting crashed around them, Saul grabbed his own sword, pointed it towards his body and fell forward. The king of Israel was dead.